Town. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. U.S. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke will visit Montana next week and is expected to give final approval to a proposal to block new mining claims on the forested public lands just outside Yellowstone National Park. Zinke plans to sign documents and make a major announcement about conservation on Monday in the Paradise Valley. Zinke spokeswoman Heather Swift calls it an issue Zinke has been working on for years. Zinke is expected to sign the 20-year mineral withdrawal for lands in the Paradise Valley and Gardner Basin. The House Natural Resources Committee has approved a permanent withdrawal sponsored by Republican U.S. Representative Greg Gianforte, and the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee approved identical legislation from Democratic U.S. Senator John Tester on Tuesday. The proposal, approved last month by the U.S. Forest Service, would block new claims for gold, silver, and other minerals on 30,000 acres. The Forest Service says about 1.7 million people drove through the area last year, and withdrawing the land from new mining development would help protect wildlife and recreation. An Associated Press fact check has revealed Republican Senate candidate Matt Rosendale's charge that his Democratic opponent, Senator John Tester, refused to meet with Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh is false. Tester emails showed that Tester's staff attempted multiple times to set up a meeting, but could not agree with the White House on a date. The emails show Tester's staff tried for a meeting in late August and offered three possible dates, and representatives of Tester followed up with at least eight other offers through mid-September seeking a meeting. The claim against Tester continues a Rosendale claim, that Tester is hostile to the agenda of President Donald Trump. In fact, Trump has signed 20 bills written by Tester into law. A CQ and Politico analysis has found that Tester has voted with President Trump 52% of the time. Attorney General Tim Fox has asked the United States Supreme Court to reconsider a 2003 ruling that says it's unconstitutional to bring new criminal charges after a state's statute of limitations has expired. Fox said Wednesday a man whose DNA matched evidence left after the rape of an eight-year-old Billings girl should still be brought to justice even if the match wasn't made for nearly three decades. Quote, this is an example of the law catching up with science, Fox said in a statement. Again, quote, We have DNA evidence that conclusively identifies the suspect in a heinous crime, and justice demands he be brought to trial. Fox is appealing a Montana Supreme Court ruling that cited a U.S. Supreme Court 2003 decision that charges could not be filed against Ronald Dwight Tipton for the 1987 rape because the statute of limitations expired in 2001. The DNA evidence from the 1987 Montana rape was preserved, even though it did not get tested at the time. A 2002 test on the DNA exonerated a man who was convicted. However, the DNA wasn't matched to Tipton until 2014 when he was convicted on a drug charge and required to supply a DNA sample. If the U.S. Supreme Court accepts the case, oral arguments could be held in the spring. 
The University of Montana has received a $10 million contract to develop a new universal flu vaccine. The five-year award comes from the National Institutes of Health and was awarded to Dr. Jay Evans, director of UM's Center for Translational Medicine and a research professor in the Division of Biological Sciences. A group of Jamaicans has filed suit against a Montana ski and golf resort and a Georgia staffing agency claiming they were robbed of tips and service charges while working there over the past year. The suit against the Yellowstone Club and Atlanta-based Hospitality Staffing Solutions claims as many as 110 Jamaicans recruited under the H-2B visa program faced, quote, illegally low pay and discrimination at the club in Big Sky. The lawsuit claims black Jamaicans did not receive service charges and tips, while non-black, non-Jamaican workers performing similar work did. A Yellowstone Club spokeswoman says the club is aware of the suit, but that the workers were never employed by the club. You may remember the Yellowstone Club. It was founded in 1997. It filed for bankruptcy in 2008. Founder Tim Blixeth was accused of pocketing much of a $375 million Credit Suisse loan to the resort and later gave up control to his ex-wife during their 2008 divorce. After spending 14 months in jail for failing to reveal his assets, Blixeth and his creditors reached a $3 million settlement last January. In exchange, the creditors will drop their legal claims against Blixeth that have resulted in more than $525 million in unsatisfied court judgments against him. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.